come on. I am for real a lyrical killer. Chickity one, two, check one, check two. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another On the Low with UFO featuring your intergalactic space host, Joe. You can call me Kenny J. And I am so unbelievably excited that you've made it to this podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. This is going to be a very special, special one uh, because we turned 18. We turned 18 today. So now we can buy black and milds and cigarettes and sanuses. And, uh, and we can't buy liquor yet or beer for some reason. That's kind of weird. But, you know, eventually, in three episodes or so, we're going to get there, and it's going to be glorious. So thank you for tuning in. This is a special episode, not only because now we're legal, technically, and in some states we can be legal at 16 for different things. But but the point here is, is that I want to tell a story. So I want to get right into it. This podcast is a little bit longer than normal. And that's because as I was trying to record this, this is like the fifth or sixth version of this. There's no fucking way to shorthand this story. And if you know me, or if you've been my friend, you know one thing, and that's I'm annoying as fuck, <laughs> but it's that I'm a talker, and it's because I find my words to be ever so eloquent. You know, I take my time when I speak, and I like to listen to others, and I, it's like I'm that guy at the party that has a story about myself for everything. Now, I, 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 I make sure to think about that, and not just, you know, fucking word fuck you with all of the adventures I've had. So this podcast is going to be unedited unclip down just a straight story because i think you guys deserve a good story to put you to bed or if you're driving a good story to get you through that traffic stories let me tell you what man i i take them to heart so much i remember if, if oh god it's just like the right at fucking epcot if i was at the right at epcot like the library of alexandria would be my shit that would be my home you know i'd be that dude in egypt that was just knocking the papyrus down and say yo look at this i can write on this like that would be me or or even before then i'd be that dude that was like drawing retard pictures of the woolly mammoths on the walls and being like ooh ooh mammoth <laughs> whatever the fuck it is and 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 kind of a scribe you know in in the bands that i play and i'm the guy who likes to if i'm not the one recording usually cuz i'm playing i'm the guy who amasses these or likes to look through them and caption them or obviously posts on social media like stories are such a big deal to me and this story i wanted to record because it's one of the ones that it was like the true awakening for me it was like the beginning of <laughs> the beginning of the end kind of not really the end but the beginning of like my freedom of realizing that I could do whatever the fuck I wanted to do and not get in trouble for it. And that's not that's not a good thing. I'll tell you right now, this is kind of like a problem story for me. But I figured I'd share it with you guys because I used to tell it so often. So, so often. Years ago, 11 years ago in high school when it began. All the way through, you know, first couple of years of my first job. And like life got heavy, you know. Life got interesting, we got busy, it got dark at times, and I was, you know, fixated on, like, my career or music or who I was fucking with. So, like, it got buried. But I, I want to do this because if at some point dementia or Alzheimer's hits or takes hold, or, like, I lose the ability to remember certain things or, or, or recant certain stories, this is one of the ones that I want to be able to recant. Because to me, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Um... And so I want you to join in on this story. I want you to get nice and cozy if you want to get some popcorn or a, or a snack, maybe a nice cold beverage. Um, nestle in, babies, because this is going to be a this is going to be a story that I've liked to call Honda and Suzuki. <laughs> we'll start off in high school. So I was in high school. This was my senior year, and at this point, 
the summer before then, obviously it was the summer prior to my senior year of high school, I was still kind of hanging out with a lot of my friends. And a majority of my friends, truth be told, were in the year above me. So if I was a freshman, they were my sophomores. If I was a sophomore, they were juniors, so on and so forth. And it's not like I didn't like my grade. It's just that like I ended up dating girls that were a year older than me. So they were like a year above me. And it wasn't like that. It was like I was a player player, you know, and I was fucking, I had the game. I could get the older chicks. That wasn't the fucking point. I was in band. Everybody fucks each other in band. If you have no idea what high school marching band is like, it's like, it's like American Pies band. It's literally that. Like you would stick your dick in apple pies and giggle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you get jerked off through your bibbers. And if you don't know what that means, you should go look up bibbers. And if you don't know what jerked off means, you're in the wrong podcast. <laughs> but but yeah so 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 anyways it's senior year high school and i'm kind of feeling a little bit actually i'll take a step back this was the summer before my senior year high school i went to fsu marching band camp or fsu marching band leadership camp which was a ball i absolutely loved it but like on the way up there i was like yo i'm gonna get there a day or two early and I want to hang out with a couple of my friends that were seniors and now freshmen in college that graduated. You know, I want to see their dorms or their houses or what they're looking like living on their own now. You know, and I brought my rock band set, you know, the game, the rock, you know, the fake drums and the fake guitars that made you feel like a badass. Like I brought that with me up to Tallahassee because I wanted to do it like old times. We'd play rock band and do fucking alcohol and, you know, just fuck around. And I did that and it was great. And then FSU marching band camp happened. And then I just went straight home. Um, I didn't actually pick up my rock band set. I just left it there. Okay, so now it's been there for months. Q, now we're in school. It's the beginning of the year. You know, I'm sitting there in class. It's the same old, same old. At school by 7.15. Last bell rings at 3.15. You go home. And it's this day to day. And I'm just sitting there wondering to myself, you know, my friends. Those, you know, those freshmen in college. All those people. Those people that called my friends, I wonder what the fuck they're doing, you know, probably living life. And we were still friends on Facebook. And so I'd, you know, and occasionally I'd go to like a party if somebody was throwing one by UCF. But for those friends of mine that went to like other cities and other states, just, just kind of lived through their Facebook. And so I think it was like second period. And I was sitting, I was sitting in second period, just, just bored out of my ass. It was like calculus and I blew at it and I, you know, it was just typical teenage, you know, high school angst, whatever, fuck it. And I got a text from my ex-girlfriend who, for the purposes of this podcast, I will label as, um, what's a good name for a girl? Uh, Layla. I'm going to label her as Layla. That's her name. It's not really her name, but I'm not going to use her real name. And if she knows who this is, if she knows that this is she that I'm speaking of, um, buckle up, sweetheart. I'm sorry. (laughs) You probably don't know the full thing, but you know this. Um, Anyway, so I went, I got a text from Layla at second period. And Layla goes, hey, what up? And I go, at school. WBU, what about you? And, uh, you know, I thought about that response even then, and I was like, well, fuck it, I'm at school. Obviously, I'm fucking here at the same shithole that I'm in, just like a teenager would say. You know, and I was like, what about you? I know what the fuck she's doing, just fucking enjoying life. And so Layla's like, oh, I'm just hanging out. You know, I was thinking, do you want to come up and hang sometime? And and honestly, that text just, I remember just, fuck the rest of the period. I was just like, yeah, that that sounds fucking awesome, man. I want to get my dick sucked, <laughs> which is a fucking, look, look, I'm very terrible. I'm sorry to say this, but that was kind of my mentality back then. It was like, well, I could get laid. This could be cool. I mean, she's my ex, but you know, we were cool. It's fine. Let's go. I want to go hang out. And I didn't ask why she wanted to hang out. I didn't ask anything. I was just like, yo, instantly, like within, within a split second, my mind was like, I could do so many things. I could go to Tallahassee and I could go pick up my rock band set. And then on the way down from Tallahassee, I go hang out with her, Layla, and then maybe get dinner, maybe get my wiener sucked, and then drive back down, make it home before like two or three in the morning, and then make it to school on Friday, because this was Thursday, okay? 
And I just, I did just that. I said, fuck it. And I was like, yo, I'll be there. I got to go to Tallahassee first. So I'll see you soon. Okay. And she was like, sweet. And so began the rest of the day is literally in the garbage. Like I was just waiting for that last bell to ring. And when the second that last bell rang, I got in my car, I sped home. I just, I remember just showering real quick, changing my clothes, not bringing an extra pair. Cause I knew, I knew I wasn't going to stay. <laughs> And, and, uh, and maybe shoving some food in my mouth. And then I got on the computer and I printed out directions to Gainesville and then from Gain or excuse me, directions to Tallahassee and then directions from Tallahassee to Gainesville and then from Gainesville to home. Because this was 2009 and there's no such fuck, at least in my life, I didn't have a fucking iPhone and there was no maps app. There was no bullshit. Like you literally had to type in your, your location or where you wanted to go and then, and then have it spit out like these, these literally in text what Siri normally or fucking whatever the voice you have on your phone says okay and for those of you in the demo that don't know what this is about have never even heard of MapQuest by god if you're here thank you you must find me as like some sort of guru or like, or like you look up to me for guidance because I can't believe that you listen to this and not know what MapQuest is but if you're in my demo or a little older and you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about buckle the fuck up tight so I've got MapQuest printed. And and for those of you who don't know, MapQuest is on paper and paper doesn't speak to you or go through your speakers and lower the music ever so slightly so it can tell you you've got like 46.3 miles or 28 minutes left on your journey or tell you how soon you got to turn. There's none of that horse shit. It also doesn't tell you if there's a cop on the left or the right or if there's an accident or if there's inclement weather in any fucking direction. You are literally at the whim of whatever the road says to you and this piece of paper that you're hoping to God guides you to the northern lights like some sort of fucking shaman, okay? So, I make it, you know, I'm driving, I make it out of Orlando, everything's smooth sailing so far. And if you know this, you know this, but if you're driving on your own, and you're just blasting music like I am, and you're enjoying the shit out of the road, and you look at the directions, and the next line says, you have 4,362,000 miles before your next turn, make sure it's a sharp turn on the right lane, some bullshit like that, and it's like a little picture that says turn right, you just kind of shut off, and you're like, I'll just keep driving, you know, I'll, I'll pay attention, it says exit 346 million, whatever the fuck that says, and you're gonna miss that exit, because like, you're driving, you're jamming, and then like you're going to be 45 minutes past that x and you're going to be like oh, what the fuck maybe i should double check if i missed it and you didn't miss it so you got to turn the fuck back around and then go there's no siri saying hey recalculating you fucking messed up there's none of that you are literally fucked so instead of making the three and a half or three hours and 45 minutes that MapQuest had told me i made it in roughly five hours and 20 <laughs> fucking 20 minutes and it's crazy and i think i might have just kept going straight as opposed to making the left on 10 so if you know the ride from orlando to tallahassee you know what i'm talking about but anyways i made it to tally and instead of making it there around like eight i made it around 9 30 10 and it was the shittiest like oh my god i miss you guys rock band car peace it was literally in that order and i remember them just being like oh that was cool nice to see joe too bad he couldn't stay i wonder where he's going i didn't realize i didn't even fucking tell them i was going back to gainesville i was i now now mind you in in the normal scheme of things i would have already been entering gainesville on the way back at this point in time but i was two hours behind schedule whatever at this point i was like you know what Still going to hang out, still going to go to Gainesville, stand the course, you know, head, head forward, full bearing ahead, you know, let's not deviate, let's just, let's, let's, you know, my wiener is just, let's go. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just not, <laughs> it's just, it does not want to let up, and so I don't let up, and I make it to Gainesville. And, and luckily, I didn't get too, too lost, but, uh, but needless to say, Tala, or excuse me, Gainesville on a Thursday evening is kind of, at least when I went, was kind of dead. At least in the, I don't really know exactly. I never went to Gainesville, but it was kind of dead. And it was kind of dark. And so I took my time. I made it eventually to this dorm. 
you know, and, uh, and she meets me downstairs and, and Layla says, Hey, you made it. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm late. Let's go get dinner. You know? And we went to a, a steak and shake. I don't know if it's still there. Um, but we went to a steak and shake and we talked and man, it was rough as fuck. <laughs> this conversation wasn't like a catch up, get to know you. This conversation, this conversation kind of rehashed everything shitty that had happened her senior year, my junior year, which involved like getting cheated on and, and all the bullshit that happens in high school with the love of your life and just crying and tears and emotional distraught. And it, it ended up being like, instead of like, you know, like a wine and dine, Netflix and chill. And it ended up being like a fucking like, yeah, I don't, I don't even know how to define it. It was pretty terrible. I'm sure most of you out there that are listening to this know exactly what I'm talking about. When you're having like a dinner, but it's like not very pleasant and the conversations are pretty deep and like the whole world around you kind of stops and your server comes by and it's the only, literally the server coming by for whatever reason is the only reprieve you have from the conversation. That's what was happening here. And so, and so anyways, we get done with this dinner and still for some fucking reason, my wiener is on full drive. Like you can still do it, man. Just go, but just go. Don't stop. If you stand the course, we're going to be okay. Okay. And I'm like, okay, man, let's go. And so I get, I get to this dorm and of course everybody's, for some reason, everybody's asleep. It's like maybe 1130 midnight now. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, if I leave literally right after I get my wiener sucked, I will make it home by 2.30 and I should be okay to make it to school. So let's go, let's go, let's go. And I get in bed and we get comfortable. Her roommate's not there. So it's just me and her. And then we go to fucking sleep. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. That was cool. It was fine. I wasn't, you know, it wasn't trying to, you know, I wasn't trying to do anything. If it happened, it happened. If it didn't, then it didn't, then it didn't. So here we are. And by this point in time, I was like, I woke up at like six and luckily she woke up at six too. So it was okay. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be late to school today. It's okay. I'll just, you know, I'll skip the first couple periods and I'll just roll my way down there. I'll make it by like one. It should be fine. So I, you know, I was like, can I, can I get a shower? Like, where's your bathroom? And she was like, oh, oh, she tells me this now. She's like, oh, you actually can't use the girl's bathroom. And I was like, well, okay, no, no shit. And don't, don't want to do that. How do I get to the men's bathroom? And she was like, it's all the way down the hall. And then you get to the common room and then you keep going past the common room all the way down that hall. And at this point, I was like, oh man, okay, that's fine. I'll just take a quick shower. I don't really have any soap, but I'll do it. And she's like, and then right before I exit the door, she's like, oh, and make sure my RA doesn't see you. We're not allowed to have boys on this side. And it clicked to me that I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is one of those like, this is one of those 50-50 dorms where girls are on one side, there's the common room in the middle, then guys on the other side, and like, guys can't be on the girl's side, and girls can't be on the guy's side, but somehow I was there for the whole evening. And so fucking at this point, I'm like mission impossibling it. She had literally had the dorm room that was the furthest from the men's side, and I had the, I literally, I swear to God, I can't believe I made it this whole distance without being seen. But I made it the whole way around whole way through the common way, just chilling. This point, I'm through the men's side, and I'm walking around, kind of speed walking it, looking cool, like I'm supposed to be here, but I'm a, I'm a senior in high school. I, I know I'm not supposed to be here, but fuck it, they don't know that. So I, I keep walking, I take my quick shower in this grody-ass bathroom. There's like hair and shit all over the floor, and it's absolutely disgusting, but I stand the course again. I was like, I just got a shower, I just got a shower, you know, I just rinse this shit off my shame from the night before. And I make it back after the shower, and I got a Mission Impossible at this time, fucking same clothes, barely dried off, I didn't really have a towel, and fucking I make it back to her dorm. And I'm just looking at her, and at this point, you know, <laughs> just like clockwork, my pee-pee's like, hey, it's not too late, <laughs> you still gotta come, you've got a little bit more time, maybe if we stand, and literally right as that statement from my pee-pee to my brain went, maybe if we stand the course, that last time, I got a ring on my cell phone. And I looked at it, and this was like 7 in the morning. I was like, who's calling me at 7 in the... It's my mother. <laughs> oh my god, it's my fucking mom. 
my mom is calling and my mom and at this point i was like i have to pick up the phone there'd be no reason why she's calling it this early in the morning and i was like i picked up the phone i was like hey ma how are you she's like jay jay where are you (laughs) and i'm like mom I'm at Chris's and this is like in my head on the fly, whenever anything happened, I would just immediately say my best friend at the time, which was Chris. And I was like, I'm at Chris's house. We played video games and, and we were just hanging out and, and, uh, and, and we're going to skip the first couple, uh, first couple periods. Cause you know, we're tired and we don't have any tests or anything. We passed everything. It's going to be cool. And she was like, Jay, no, you need to get to school now. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'll be there. You know, it's fine though. It's going to be okay. She's like, I don't care. I want to see you after school. I want to see Chris too. And I was like, shit. And so I was like, okay. And so the first, the very first immediate fight or flight response was, I need to get the fuck to school as quickly as humanly possible. And I hop in the car, salutations, sorry, wee wee, let's go. We'll get it another time. And we literally just floor it. We floor it all the way from Gainesville to Central Florida. Okay, and when I say floor it, I'm saying I did some dangerous off-road and shit, like some shit that only young kids in there, like, you know, when you're driving down the road now as an adult, and like some shitty assholes passing you like 110 weaving through traffic, that was me, I'm sorry, that's who I was, I had to do it, and I had it like less than half a gas, or half a tank of gas, and this is in my Dodge Ram 1500, just guzzling gas, I literally, as I would put my foot down to the floor, and then hear the engine churn, I would see the gas gauge drop. And at one point, I was like, I'm not going to stop for gas. I'm just going to go so fast that if my car dies, the inertia from the vehicle moving forward will be enough to literally just skate the whole way to school. Now, I made it to school. And it was fine. I made it to school by maybe like 10, 30, 11. So like third period or so. And at this point, I'm still sweating. I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God. How did she know? I found out the school called because I didn't make it to homeroom. And I'm pissed at the school, but I'm pissed at myself for fucking making it all the way to tally. I had rock band in my car, so that was at least a success. But I didn't get my wee-wee sucked. And I was just kind of depressed. And I was like, what am I going to do? But my brilliant brain gets it together. Okay. And, you know, just like all youthful kids, you know, we're looking for ways out. I don't want to get in trouble because, you know, the consequence of telling the truth was going to be far greater, in my opinion, than just fancifulling some lie. <laughs> so the last bell rings for the day. It's like 3.15. And I'm like, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to get Chris to come home with me. And then I'm going to have Chris tell them that I was with him last night. And then everything's going to be fine because it's the story and I'm going to stick to it. And then because he's there with me, my parents won't beat me. And then because he's with me, I have an excuse to leave because I can drop him off at home immediately afterwards. And so I'm running to Chris. I'm like, Chris, now he has a regular carpool. So I'm just fucking everybody's days up at this point. I'm like, Chris, look, man, I know you go home with with him, but can you just come home with me, man? Like, this is life or death. Like, don't ask questions. I need you to just come with me now. (laughs) And so like like a good friend does, he does it. And I, I feel kind of bad because as I found out later in life, I was that friend that uh, that was like, yeah, let's do this. And he grew later in life to resent me for my let's go do this attitude. And uh, and anyway, so we, we, we're driving over and, you know, I prep him for the conversation. I was like, hey, man, look, the, the honest truth is last night I went to I went to tally. I picked up rock band. Look, it's in the back of my car. Isn't it cool? And then immediately after that, I went to Gainesville because I was trying to get it. with. <laughs> I was trying to get it. I got to omit that part, but I, I was trying to get it. And, uh, and, and he's like, dude, you're so dumb. And I was like, I know, man, just, just tell them you were with me. It's going to be cool. Okay. And he was like, fine, sure. (sighs) And so it begins. We make it to my house and I'm walking in there somewhat confidently. You know, I'm not looking like I'm trashed or tired or wore the clothes from the day before. I'm looking like I meant to be there. 
And sure enough, my parents are sitting there right on the dinner table, right as you enter the door, right on the right. Mom looks at me, she's like, Jay, Chris, what were you guys doing this morning? And Chris, without even batting an eye, was like, oh, you know, we were just playing games. And I'm sorry, Miss Capati, we, 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 we thought we could just stay in and, and, and hang out and miss a couple periods. And my mom was like, oh, you know, she's kind of pissed, wasn't happy, but, you know, she can't really beat me in front of Chris. So she was like, okay, well, don't do that again. Sick. Okay, that's one. Then my dad fucking comes around and my dad is still pissed. He's like, Chris, here's a piece of paper. I want you to write down your mom's name, your dad's name, and their phone number on this piece of paper. Do it. Oh my God. And instantly I fucking, I have the regret. I'm like, oh my God, what's going to happen? What is he going to do? Because I didn't prep him for this. I prepped him for everything, but I didn't prep him for a piece of paper and my dad. And so, you know, I'm looking at him, watching him. He's putting down names. He's writing a piece of paper. He's kind of scribbling it, you know, and, and then he puts down a number. And I'm like, okay, all right, well, I got to go drop him off now. But you just said you wanted to see him. So I'm going to take him home now. Okay, bye. And we fucking bolted and we get in the car and I look at him and I'm driving towards his house. And I was like, bro, what did you do? What did you, who did you put on there? And he's like, well, well, I put my mom and dad. And I was like, well, shit, why would you put your mom and dad? Why would you actually put their fucking names and number on there? Like, we could have put anything. You could have literally written, written fucking Ave Maria or fucking Franz Ferdinand. But you had to write that. You could have written fucking Honda and Suzuki on that piece of paper. They wouldn't have fucking known. But you wrote their names. <laughs> but he fucking goes, he goes, well, I didn't give them, I didn't give them their actual number. And I was like, oh, okay, so there's some hope. Well, what, what number did you give them? He's like, well. Well, my grandma's number. And I was like, well, fucking shit, we're in the same boat, man. Why would you give them an actual number? And he goes, well, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. There's nobody at my grandma's house. She passed away. It's just, it's just a house and somebody lives there, but she won't answer the number because she won't know who those people are and it won't matter. And I was like, well, okay, well, we got to get to that house and we got to delete that, that voicemail. Where does she live? Or where did she used to live? And so begins part two of the story, friends. At this point now, uh, little did I know, we would be racing over to his uncle's house. And his uncle's house is like 30 minutes away from the actual house of his grandmother's. And his grandmother's house is like 30 minutes away from where he actually lives. So now there's this triangle of like 30 minute distances. I've already pushed this car to the max. We've gone literally eight and a half hours of driving. Most of those hours speeding like a demon. And now I've got to drive literally all around central Florida just to get to his uncle's house. Right. And so here's step one. We got to get the key to the grandma's house, but we can't just ask for it because that's fucking weird. Like who would be like, Hey, can I get the keys to a relative's house that's deceased? And I haven't really seen them forever. And I have no real purpose in the house. Um, but I need to get in there for some reason. Right. So we, you know, we, again, another reason we needed to make up. And so we were just driving and I was like, well, what, what story or what can we tell them? And that story ended up being, okay, well, we need to go get the ping pong balls and ping pong paddles from grandma's house because we just joined ping pong club. And none of that is true. There was a ping pong club at the school and she might have had ping pong paddles and balls at her house, but we didn't need them. And, uh, and we were just hoping that that was a valid enough excuse for them to be like, okay, and let us go without them to the grandma's house to go pick up these fucking ping pong balls and ping pong paddles, which was really just to go and delete the voicemail. <laughs> and it bit. They were like, okay, after some reluctance, some niceties. It took like an hour of like just schmoozing, but we finally got that key. We hightailed it over to grandma's house. We get in and sure enough, there's a blinking voicemail from my father and we play it and it is just straight up bullshit that we didn't want anyone in the world to hear. It was like, hello, 
Mr. and Mrs. Uh, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, my name is Mr. Jose Capati, and I'm just calling in to see why exactly my son was with your son last night and to this morning. Both of which were not true. I was not there last night, nor was I there this morning. <laughs> and we deleted the shit out of that. We deleted that. We literally did everything. And this was like an old school voice machine. So we like double checked the tapes. We unplugged, replugged it in, like let it set, called it, left a fake voicemail, deleted that and double checked and then left. Okay. Went back, dropped off the key. And then finally went back and I dropped him off at his house. And then I drove back home 30 minutes from his house to my house with a deep breath. I just took it in. I was like, yes, I made it, man. I, I can't believe it. I can't believe I did all of that. And then I got home and I got beat by my mom. I got beat so hard. I was like, don't, I got yelled at. I was like, don't you ever skip school again? Blah, blah, blah. All this shit that, you know, a teenager gets in trouble for. And in the back of my head, it was fine. It didn't hurt. Nothing really could hurt me now because they'll never know. God bless them. They'll never know that uh, unless they listen to this, which they won't, they can't. But it, it, I, I was not, I was not at Chris's. I was definitely up in Gainesville, followed by Tallahassee, just trying to get it in. And, uh, and what I learned from that, what I learned from that was a lot of things. I learned that <laughs> I learned that telling the truth is always so much easier than lying. And I learned that like you should never take your best friends for granted. That the bullshit you go through, you don't need to involve others in. But at the end of the day, live life, man. <laughs> just fucking just fucking do it. Because had I not done that, I wouldn't have had rock band. And uh and that's really it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, if you've made it this far, uh, and you enjoyed this story, let me know if you did, and, uh, and, uh, take care. Peace.